welcome to my podcast, the very first episode, kinda. So I have here with me um, a guest. But before I introduce her, let me just say that if you've listened to the very first uh, podcast or episode that I released, you'd see the why of Petit Prescott's podcast. So what we'll be discussing today is going to be one of the topics, one of the articles I wrote um, sometime two years ago. I think I started blog 2018-19. So I have Kathy here with me. Kathy and I work at the same office, not at the same job. Like uh, we don't work for the same company, but we share office space. And the company I work for share office space with her company. So and we used to be neighbors. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Priska, because I'm excited to be here. Even though she did not tell me what we'll be yarning about, but, you know, that was intentional. So, we'll talk. I'm excited. I'm excited. Can you just introduce yourself? I know that what I did was nothing. (laughs) It was nothing. So, could you please, like, introduce yourself? Let's know who Kathy is. Yeah, okay. Hi, guys, listeners of the Petite Podcast. I am Kathy. I am, I love to say I'm a Yoruba Hausa girl. Okay. <laughs> it's because Yoruba girl, but born and raised in the north. And then I work like she discussed. I work um, in the same office um, space as she does. I work for a tech company, JD Lab. But I do the non-tech thing, basically. <laughs> so you could just say operations, executive assistant, and a lot of running around things. Mm. So yes, this is um cafe. <laughs> all right um okay thanks for the intro so i'm going to move right in so it's a women's month and the international women's day theme is breaking the bias so it makes sense that the very topic of this episode would would center around women women so on my blog too i wrote um, something titled jealous much Mm. Hmm. i read it out don't worry this is going to be like what we'll be talking about so jealous much here goes there's this popular saying that girls naturally beef each other or better put they are usually competitive and um, jealous of themselves and this still this still baffles me because it's totally not normal a few years ago i was listening to my role model tosin Buckner on the radio she's late now so may i have beautiful story on yes and um it was on our morning show and it was um the top nine moments segment when um supermind one of the oldest that um runs the show with her she comes up and gives us nine tips and the likes. And at one point, she made a statement that um, women naturally dislike each other and try to bring, try to tear and bring each, bring each other down. And I remember thinking how strange and un- totally untrue it was because I'm like, is that true? And Tosin Buckner went on to disagree with her, stating that um, the women she knew make each other better. They build each other and all. So that rebuke her totally made me lower the more. And um, you see, while growing up, I, I'm still reading the article. So you see, while growing up, I always wondered why a fellow lady would see me and just dislike me instantly and even give me the bad eye. I'm sure you would experience yeah, it that. Happens sometimes. And I've been with female friends and even relatives who see another woman and just instantly start criticizing her stature, her dressing, or something about her. So one time, this lady close to me saw a girl and she was like, look at this one. See how skinny she is. Why is she even walking like that? And then she went on to his. I was startled and I asked her if she knew the girl and she said no. And I had to correct her about that. It wasn't nice and all. So now this was someone she didn't even know. 
and not talk of someone she knows. So Lady A sees Lady B well dressed, but instead of genuinely appreciating her, she goes on to insult and even comment about how cheap her clothes or jewelry looks. And that's not cool. So growing up still and watching soap operas, mostly Nigerian, when a woman or girlfriend catches a spouse or boyfriend cheating with another woman, she goes on to attack the woman woman and not the cheating husband or boyfriend. Now, I sometimes imagine if you try to be me, not that I'll ever be cheated on. <laughs> I'll go for the cheating husband or boyfriend and deal with him. I saw a movie some time ago, um, titled The Other Woman, and um, the husband was cheating on his wife, and she found out. She didn't confront him, but located the mistresses. Yeah, mistresses. Mm-hmm. It was cheating with so many women, yes. and so they ganged up. Um, she ganged up with them, and they dealt with the cheating bastard. Yo. Oh mind my from in my um language so now that's more like it this movie reminds me of um a saying hell hath no free like than a woman's con so which i'm going to rephrase <laughs> hell hath no fury than a woman's con who then joined forces together um so what do you even gain as a lady beefing and hitting each other guys even take advantage of this and pit women against each other you see how well dressed you like it instead of giving her the bad eye Compliments are genuinely. So, ladies, 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 we need to stop looking for opportunities to put each other down. It's a sign of insecurity, you know. Um, we are strong, and two or more heads are better than one. Yes, to get girl power. Yes, to building each other up and inspiring each other. Yours truly, your petty sweetheart. <laughs> yes, pretty much. That right. was very, very well written, if I must say. <sighs> Thank you. So, um. I wrote this meet I posted this May 2019 20, and it's still it's still the same thing pretty much the same thing is still happening so I just want to put it to you Kathy why do you think women are jealous of each other well particularly I feel like it's when the topic of jealousy comes up it more has to do with inferiority complex mm-hmm. you see a lady and then you see all the things that you are not mm. and she is instinctively as opposed to wanting to okay i like this person Mm. maybe i can learn from her Mm. but then people just let their guard up and they're like okay i like this this lady this is this lady Mm -hmm. she's showing off so much she's she's being overly loud why is she doing this why is she doing that and then the first instinct has to do with criticizing her for being everything you are not as opposed to saying okay this is a person she's nice maybe i can learn one or two things from her maybe i can even be friends with her or maybe i can even partner with her you know let's get along but then we flip it it's just i think it's just the natural human instinct and because women are more expressive than men it seems to be something that resonates more amongst our gender than the other gender men are i i would like to say that they are less expressive when it comes to things like that so they are always um, laid back because they don't want any issues i don't want to clash with my guys i don't want to rock the boat so to say so they're always like "Mm, let's just let this thing go but for women we believe in expressing our emotions as loudly as possible Mm -hmm. and as forcefully as possible so it might not really be that um, they set out to be jealous of that person or to put them down but you just see somebody and you see that she's everything you are not Mm -hmm. and she has some characters that you admire so much or you would like to have but Mm -hmm. you don't at that point so as opposed to getting to be with her we just flip the script so to say Mm -hmm. and start to think of how she's flawed or that's when it comes to saying that oh you're educating your relationship online so much you're not so happy in it that's why you're broadcasting it so i feel genuinely feel that it's not so much that they 
set out to be jealous it's more about the fact that these people have what they want and they are not getting so as opposed to be happy for them or let's mm. collab with them we just can't say that i'm sure she's not even happy i'm sure she's not all of that mm-hmm. or getting the fact that the person you're even you know hating and also has her own insecurities mm-hmm. and maybe she's seeing you and she's like oh wow this lady looks so confident this lady is so laid back this lady mm-hmm. is so kind this lady is so but you know as opposed to getting to know them better we just flip the script and just mm. go with the what our minds are telling us at that point wow that's how i genuinely feel okay oh, wow okay um do you think that um culture in a way or um society has in a way made us feel made women feel that way like okay let me put it this way do you feel like culture has a role to play in the way we we, we view each other Definitely. I feel like culture is even the starter pack of how we began to see things like this in the professional world. Okay. I mean, there has always been that comparison, even from women to women. Even let's take um, the case instance of um, something like polygamy, for an instance. Mm-hmm. You see where the man has more than one wife or is planning to marry another one. It instantly becomes a case of one person is better than the other person mm-hmm. or one person is lacking yeah. in such a way that the other person is not and i genuinely feel like um, in the cultural context we made to feel that women are supposed to be like i'm just going to say perfect mm-hmm. or close to be perfect mm-hmm. so i genuinely feel like we're not allowed to make mistakes or to be flawed mm. so whenever there is um, that flaw mm. first it becomes a, a case of things that are very insensitive mm-hmm. that's when you see two sisters being pitted against each other yeah. where they are always saying that oh can't you be more like your, your sister? sister can't you be more hard working like your sister mm-hmm. why are your grades like this your sister doesn't do that mm-hmm. your sister sweeps better your sister cooks better mm. so in that context I think culture is even the major perpetrator because when we look at it the families the first unit mm-hmm. of settlement and so we grew along the lines of what we see mm-hmm. even when it comes to the context of cousins and you know in the family too yeah. you know how it is with cousins where one cousin is doing better, better than another than cousin other. and then you are all at the grandparents house and there's always like oh cousin B mm-hmm. look at her she's that mm-hmm. so culture has I feel like culture genuinely has um a big part it's a big part of our lives and okay. so it is the it's the it's the basis of where all this thing comes mm-hmm. because if you grew up in a, in a certain culture a certain environment that's constantly comparing that is constantly trying to pit somebody mm-hmm. against each other or mm-hmm. trying to for, forgetting the fact that everybody's individual on their own and there's mm-hmm. always that comparison 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 you are also going to take up that comparison and take it to the professional workspace you take it into your relationship mm. you take it into your life you take it into your friendship yeah so when you start that way you've been groomed so mm. to say culturally to keep trying to outperform the other person mm-hmm. meanwhile forgetting to be an individual on your own mm. so i think that culture is the basis Okay. for why all this um, women against women thing happens okay wow okay 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 so now i'm going to be more personal have you ever been jealous of a fellow lady yes i'm not going to lie it's even going to be a lie if i say i haven't been jealous okay i mean intellectual women move me when i go into a space and i see this this is my age mate i mean she's gone places look at her she's speaking so eloquently she mm-hmm. has a platform she's speaking on look at her she has a life well put together she has this fantastic relationship i mean this is and so it's instinctive to feel like she's maybe she's living my life 
Wow. Oh, she's living the life I want. Exactly. And okay. you're like, whoa. Okay. She's living the life I want. Okay. And then you think of it in that context and then you get jealous. But I think one thing that helps me is to say that, okay, she might be doing that. Okay. But then again, I have to think of it that I'm an individual of my own. Mm. So if she is doing that, that is meant to be for her. Mm. And then this was not meant to be for me. Mm. I mean, I had a friend a while back. We applied for something. Okay. I'd be two of us. While I was working as an NGO, we were both taken in as interns. Okay. And I was on the field. Okay. You no, know, she was um not on the field she right. was um in the offices so and then at the end of the internship was supposed to be retained as some form of consultant okay i know that the circumstances surrounding my own case was peculiar because i was on the field and there was insecurity so i had to be pulled out and there was basically maybe no space for me to work okay. but she was in the offices and then things pretty much moved smoothly for uh-huh. her and then she was retained my contract expired before her so i kept waiting and they were like, okay wait we need both of yours together we'll do mm. and then someone friday i called her and i was like okay have you seen your contract and she said she saw hers last week friday oh wow and i had been waiting for mine for a while and so i was like whoa so what what's it about her that made them keep her and yeah. nobody wanted to keep me and it seemed like, like you're working harder exactly it felt like okay i was on the field i mean my life was at risk i was yeah. trying to do this securing partnerships working with this working with that but then again after i'm not going to lie i had bad moments about it and cried for a while okay. maybe for a day or two because <laughs> i really really wanted it at that point but then i started to think about it and i was like okay even if they had chosen to retain me there was no physical place for me to have walked in because insecurity was on the field and okay. then maybe i'm doing a different thing from what she was doing maybe they feel like they needed her more mm-hmm. in that context than it was those are thoughts i used to control myself okay. but then i'm not going to lie i felt jealous at that point that was it about her that they couldn't even find a space to keep me okay but then that's then i shook it off but then because you know things always happen life is very evolving so mm-hmm. she stayed on i moved on and you know life progressed and then we moved and she and i are really good friends we update each other and keep each other updated and so that's what it is. That is my own. <laughs> I know my own personal brush of jealousy. Okay. okay. I think you've answered um this particular question I, I want to ask. I wanted to ask that how have you been able to manage it? Apart from, you know, thinking about it and rationalizing it to yourself. What other way do you make it make sense? How what other way do you call yourself that like okay? Um, let me just chill. This person is not after <laughs> after me. I when I see somebody, I, I think another thing that makes me able to walk around it. I try to form friendships with them. Mm. That's if they are not snotty people or snobbish people or people that are generally unpleasant. Okay. I try to form some form of relationship or friendship because I believe that um, we can learn from each other and then okay. maybe if you are around this person you can be able to find some opportunities. And then I'm not I'm I'm not so shy a person that I can actually walk up to somebody and tell them, Okay, I've liked you and I've admired you before in the mm. past and then this is what it is. I'd like to be your friend, if you don't mind, or maybe even an acquaintance. Okay. So that particular tactic has worked for me in the past. Okay, well, whatever happened to women supporting women? Do we still have women supporting women in, in this time? Like, yes, I do honestly, genuinely think that now more than ever, we have more women supporting women as opposed to our previous, um, maybe. Um, as opposed to her previous century, maybe our mother's generations or 
grandparents' generation. Even though they were very supportive women too. But for now, I feel like it's more public. Mm-hmm. And because the way the world is wired, things that were more private then are more public now. So mm-hmm. when we see the jealousy, it's more pronounced. When we see the help, it's more pronounced. Mm. So there's always going to be a balance. But I genuinely feel that there's more women supporting women. I mean, you have organizations coming up and doing women in tech, mm-hmm. women in this community, women in communications, women in journalism, women in this, women in that. Mm -hmm. So it's just a way of building a community of women. That's not to say that those communities do not have their peculiarities and their problems that Mm -hmm. come associated with that. But the same way the problems are being broadcasted, the successes should also be broadcasted. So there's always the, ah, women don't like each other. Ah, women are always jealous of each other. I feel like that's deeply untrue. Because okay. like I said earlier, women are more expressive than men. Mm-hmm. So anytime there's an hei- there's a heightened form of emotions, mm-hmm. it's going to be more pronounced than men. Okay. So I don't think women don't support each other. I genuinely don't think women, you know, come and hate on each other. I just think that it's it's more pronounced and it's it's conformed to a narrative that women are more problematic. That's why it's more pronounced. Mm-hmm. We're women, we're not perfect. So <laughs> we should not be held to that standard of perfection. I mean, you have a roommate. That does not mean you both will not have issues. But mm. not because you have issues in Anton with ah, women and Jawala. Mm. Women have started the game. Women, mm. are, but even guys have issues just because they don't. They choose not to talk, talk about, about it. it, which is toxic. Exactly, that's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> You should be able to address issues as honestly as possible. Mm. That's what I feel. Women are supporting women. Men are support. If you look at Femco, for instance, I even say women don't support women with feminist coalition. They do. They stand up and then they support women. Women in tech. Women in business. Women are supporting women. Okay. So, do you personally have friends watch you, or have you had any experience of a particular person, a woman who tried to? Sup- pull you down, you know, bad mouth you or, you know. <laughs> well, honestly, for me, I, I, I pretty say that um, when it comes to maybe somebody trying to put you down or bad mouth you, I really honestly don't hear it. Not because I I don't, it doesn't happen, but because I'm, I'm more of a minimalist, honestly. Even if I hear it, it just passes like water over rock. Water over a let it just um let it go it, because if you do that and you do the whole bad mouth thing, it's because you genuinely want to listen. That's why you're hearing somebody's bad mouthing you. Mm. If you don't even want to listen and you just go about doing your thing and living your life, even if somebody chooses to bad mouth you, that's um that's that's for them basically. That's for them to do. It's not for you to pay attention. That's not to say that women relationships are not complex. Like I said, we're very emotional people so our relationship dynamics are going to be more complex because we believe in addressing issues yeah so because our relationship dynamics are complex of course there are cases where there will be pronounced jealousy there will be oh yeah sure there's this double fight there'll be argument Mm -hmm. but then we always find our way back to one another Mm -hmm. because genuinely i feel like the best thing you can have in your life is a genuine female friendship Mm. because they the genuine female friendship is one as such that it's not a friendship of IU. It's not a friendship that is demanding. It's not a friendship that comes with expectations. Mm. It's because people genuinely, these are your women, your circle, who get your struggle and they genuinely like you for you and yeah. they want to help you out. I don't want to lie, my, my circle has been the best part of what has happened to me in this life and I wouldn't trade my 
circle of female friendships for anything in the world they pulled me back when i was capping as in like they've held me down when i've been through the most emotional things and then they've been very supportive even financially we help each other out job wise okay i'm having this letter i need to write can you help me so genuine female friendships is a diff- bit different from the dynamics of having a male friend because to an extent i feel like the expectations on that end maybe mm-hmm. he likes me maybe mm, he wants to ask me out yeah. or something there's always the need to perform in mm. that instance but for genuine female friendship i'm not talking about a female friendship that is very peripheral and you people don't even like each other you're just doing what you feel like you're doing things for the gram i mean genuine female friendships where you don't need feel the need to pretend or act okay it's best so <laughs> okay so personally um when i wrote this article i really 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 did not even it, it was strange to me it was foreign to me that I would be jealous of somebody. Jealousy has never been something that um has not been an emotion that I allow myself to think about. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I would rather prefer to learn from somebody than be jealous. I mean, what was it to be jealous about? Exactly. I know that I'm an amazing person. I am multi talented, and <laughs> I love for me to blow my own horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please do. It's very important. So, um, being jealous, I've never really considered it. You know, I I don't I I pride myself to not be jealous of other people. So if it's not mine, then it's not for me, or it's not my time. Mm-hmm. So. Um, during that period, it was it wasn't it wasn't I didn't even partake in all the bad mouthing of all of this thing. But actually, recently, I've I've seen myself. I'm not, mm. I'm not proud to say. I'm, it's actually very. I'm not proud to say it. I've actually caught myself gossiping about somebody. And um, in like how do I say this? It's it's I find it but well, not really embarrassing. It makes me more human, and yeah, as you know, I I think that company to the kind of company that you keep, mm-hmm. actually also um matters with during the Justin Buckner during the period when I wrote the article, I I had friends but I didn't have friends that we really gossiped about people or we had we bad mouthed people or we put down people, and even when people do that, I just I just listen. I don't I don't have to say so. But now, recently. I, I find myself actually hmm, do, doing all of those things and I, and I started wondering what happened. I'm not that kind of person. And so I, I feel like also um, all, your company to also determine if you, you know, I, I was not jealous of people, of the women actually um, per se, but I was, I participated in the bad mouthing. What, what's the matter? Why is she so? Why is she? I don't know. <laughs> I think it makes you human, like you said. It's just the normal human emotions. And the fact that we're able to recognize it makes mm, the difference. Yeah. All right. So um, let's bring it back to the International Women's Day thing. And um, part of the bias to break. Um, what, the, what bias do you think is um, still hasn't been broken yet? It's still like very strong standing. Yes, there, there are quite a number of them, honestly. Because mm-hmm. like, like we used to say, the world still feels like um being a woman you there's this need to be perfect because when it comes to women are held to naturally higher standards than men when it comes to issues of um how you act how you present yourself how you how you act and how to present yourself i mean recently i, I had a meeting in some space 
and then there was this man that was very loud and brash and he just prided himself by wanting to talk over everybody mm -hmm. and i was the only woman in that space over. and then i just looked at him and i was like honestly this man is not even making a lot of points but because he's the most he's the loudest person in the room everybody okay. just gave way and just you know let him speak mm -hmm. so when it comes to that instance i don't think that if i had in that instance it was okay for him to have done that mm -hmm. but and nobody saw it as a problem but if i had matched his pace and and i rose my voice mm -hmm. to the way he's raising his voice and i increased the tempo of my voice i would have been branded as um, a very rude woman i would have been told that um, just because i'm a woman in a professional space I can't handle power, I can't okay. handle fame. Mm -hmm. You'll be told that, oh, female bosses are wicked. Female yeah. bosses are. But then when you look at it in the context of male bosses, too, it's not like the female bosses are doing things that are significantly different from mm -hmm. what male bosses do. But because they are women, they're expected to be held to a higher standard. Yeah. Even professionally, I mean, you have to work twice as hard to be recognized for your talents. That's when you hear stories of, oh, she's sleeping around. I'm sure that yeah. she slept around. That's why she got where she was. Mm -hmm. Not knowing that this person had to put in the work and put in the efforts to get this done. So I don't think the bias has been completely broken. It's good that we're having the conversation surrounding this bias. And maybe if we keep talking about it, it will be broken. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that the bias is still... We are talking, but I don't see the effort in doing the work. Yeah. Because we did International Women's Day and you see a lot of brands their poster is the men md doing this oh wow forever. really on the poster yes i mean a lot of brands were called out on that their poster is doing men doing wakanda forever there and then you keep praising that they are breaking the bias what bias are they breaking you gather all the men in your organization Actually. and told them to be doing wakanda forever mm. and then you are saying you are breaking the bias wow. or is it that is the only one day one day that they recognize the only woman on their team mm. and then we shout that we have broken the bias or is it that when we come to the conversation of social media about a woman that says she left her three months old baby at home and went to an adekone gold concert on twitter a while back i mean the whole world came to castigate her. wow she did not say she left her child alone, alone. at home she could have she left did, exactly she didn't say her child was unfriended for she didn't say her child was by herself. She just said she needed a night out and went. But we see the other when it comes to the context of men. Mm -hmm. Nobody would even bat an eyelash mm -hmm. as opposed to if that happens. So I get that we are talking more about women and women breaking the bias. But my question now is, are we really active yeah. about giving more women opportunities to be in their own spaces? Or do we just pick that one day? to celebrate and everything goes back to status quo mm. at the end of the day okay thank you very much cafe so you. um if we would conclude this i would um say like you said are we really actually putting it into action everything every change starts from the family because it's the first social agent and uh, socialization agent so if we would want to change anything we should start from families we should start from the basic roots and you know in, even in families we still see cases where they say we still have it it hasn't changed where the girl has to be in the kitchen the boy has to play football oh, yeah. the girl has to clean the house the boy has to wash the car and um 
I feel like we should this change should still try, um start from um families. We should still educate families about you know these gender roles. Yeah. It shouldn't be um girls shouldn't only wear pink. Boys shouldn't be should be safe from wearing pink yes. and all of that. All of this minute thing that we think they are minor, but they actually because um you just ask an, an average child and he just tells you things like, Oh, only girls, it's only girls that wash plates. How did he get that? So if we have to start from, if we want to have this change, the change should start from the family and start from us too. We will raise our children. We will tell, we'll correct people too, not with um arguments and no. We we'll just educate them. And if, yeah. And then we, I think that that's what's going to translate into the fact that um we don't have a lot of pitting one person against another. Mm-hmm. And that way, that brings us back to our conversation of female jealousy. Yeah. Which I think that it's not, should not really be a thing that is singled out. We're just being human. Mm-hmm. And we should be treated as such and not because of our gender or because we're women. It's normal to be jealous. But then you don't make it um, overwhelm you. You don't make it um, control your actions and everything it's okay to be jealous but be rational about it and you don't know you might just learn something from the person you are being yourself so and that's a wrap thank you for listening to my podcast uh, it's the very first episode <laughs> please love animala yeah i still have a story behind that stay tuned to listen to the story behind peace love animala if you're smart you might have gotten to it <laughs> bye yeah bye Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you, Priska. Thank you for listening in on today's episode. I do hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at Petite Priska's Podcast and drop your comments. Don't forget to subscribe and share with friends. See you in the next episode. BQ. Let me hear you say BQ.